0: In your face ooh, ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. pressure is found in every crevice of my soul Pressure I found But I never felt so good And I sing out loud And I sing so proud And I sing out loud And I sing so proud And I sing on the rhythm Phần ơi phần ơi phần ơi phần ơi 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 ha I'm me? i tripped, I lost my way. I'm stuck, who's helping me? dog I dog goes, 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 dog a new home.
0: Home. a fresh one out of Yeah, it's a beautiful track. Samuel Gaskin there with pressure and Samuel joins us on the line. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a beautiful track. Tell us what it's all about.
2: Oh, I, I wrote "Pressure" a long time ago, and um, it was yeah. I guess when I was in a space of not doing as amazingly as I'm doing right now, um, and it really, I guess, is um, me working through my stuff by writing a song. Um, yeah, so really blessed that music is kind of like my outlet. For all of the things and yeah, I guess I just wrote Pressure as um, a little bit of therapy.
0: So it sounds like you wrote it a long time before you got into the studio and recorded it. Is that the case?
2: Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I wrote it quite a few years ago and then uh, it kind of made a reappearance in my life because uh, it became the opening track for my show, Reckoning, and yeah, I, so I've been around. I've been singing it around for the last few years too, but only managed to get in the studio to put it down properly and get it released out into the world this year.
0: So it sounds like there was a contrast between how you were feeling when you wrote it and how you were feeling when you recorded it. Did you find that being in that different place kind of changed the vocal interpretation of the track when you did record it?
2: Um, In a sense, yes. But also in a sense, no. Like I feel like I'm good at um, diving into the energetic space i need to be in to deliver the song properly um but i also feel like your voice sits in a different place depending on where you're at emotionally too so it's funny cuz it feels like i think my vocal performance is probably stronger um but i still uh, am able to tap into you know those harder feelings that I had when I was writing it.
0: Yeah, your voice is in great shape on the on the recording. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about how you kind of feel about your voice.
2: Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, I, I, the truth of it is, I really feel like I still, um, after all these years, am just getting used to hearing my voice back. Um. You know, like, if you've ever heard your voice recorded before, like, um, I don't know, even if you're recording, like, a voice note or, like, your your message uh, on your phone or whatever, you know, that kind of weird feeling you get hearing your own voice? I feel like I'm only just getting over that now. Um, And part of my gig and part of my job is having to listen to my voice um, over and over again. But I, yeah... I don't know. It, it doesn't freak me out as much
0: these days. So why did it freak you out?
2: Um, I don't know. I think it's like that, uh, you know, the old self-judgment thing that you can do sometimes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What? And often as queer people, we're really prone to that.
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, and being self-critical and, um, you know, kind of noticing everything that needs to be fixed rather than just noticing how awesome it is being brave enough to share your voice and your story. But, um, yeah, I think I'm sitting way more comfortably with that these days, which is nice.
0: So what are you writing at the moment?
2: Oh, gosh, I'm writing a few things at the moment. So uh, I'm in the studio with Kian. Um, another amazing uh, queer and dig artist, and we're working on a single to release next year. I'm also uh, writing uh, another project called Auntie, um, which, yeah, started as a party. We used to call it our inter indigenational kiki, um, and now we're working it into a not a show, not a party concept, which is pretty fun. Um, Yeah, and I'm also writing uh, a new show uh, around death for kids uh, called The End, which is, yeah.
0: Wow. uh, You're not afraid to kind of, you know, go in lots of different directions at once?
2: No, not at all. I I feel like I've spent my career um, doing many things because I can and because I love to and um, because it means I get to use all of my magic. Um, yeah, and there was a time where people used to be like, you have to choose one. Are you an actor or are you a singer-songwriter? Or are you a... you know? uh, But I just feel really... Uh, I hate to use the word, but blessed that I can do it all, so I do. Um, and I really do feel like my mission while I'm here is to use every last uh, ounce of creativity I have in me to kind of uplift and centre my communities. So... Um, that's just what I'm going to do.
0: It sounds like it was easy for you to block out those naysayers, those people who were trying to restrict you. It sounds like you were able to go, no, I'm going to go in all these different directions and blossom and bloom.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I uh, shout out to my stubbornness. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I guess growing up as like a queer black kid um, in Australia, I had to be quite good at that. Um, because I didn't really have a lot of role models or examples of fabulousness like me, like on Australian screens or uh, even the radio or anything like that. So, yeah, I feel like it kind of is innately in me to be able to back what it is that I want to do, but also it was just something that I had to do to make sure that I could be who I wanted to be in this world.
0: I'm fascinated by what you're working on in relation to death and kids, you know, and kind of opening up that for kids. Tell us a bit more about that.
2: Um, Well, my partner Johnny and I co-parent our children with a beautiful lesbian couple um, and have done so for the last 11 years. Um, And unfortunately, one of their mums passed away last year from breast cancer. So, yeah, I guess lived experience is what inspired us to um, try and make something that uh, really looked at what can often be quite a, you know, a taboo or don't go near topic um, for kids and try and like, inject some of the beauty and awesomeness that we found in such a hard experience um, into the world. So, yeah, it's very close to home, um, but it feels really nice to be creating something that might um, just help someone else in a similar situation at some point.
0: And it sounds like you know the loss of a loved one has meant that you have you know you know you really appreciate life and and you, you've got that zest for your creativity.
2: Yeah, very much so. Um, if there's one thing I can say that uh, I think we all got from um, that experience is a completely uh, different perspective on um, making sure that you. Live your life uh, to its fullest while you're here, because your time isn't guaranteed. So, um, if there's something in your heart that you want that you want to do, get to it right now, because tomorrow's not guaranteed. And yeah, I feel really grateful for that lesson, um, and very much like I'm, 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 I'm talking, I'm walking the walk um, as well as talking the talk.
0: And of course you have lots of intersections. Uh some people say your music channels, your Maori and Nigerian roots. Tell us about those intersections.
2: Oh gosh, I do. I think on the Queen of Intersections. Um, I got a lot of intersections. And like uh on the cultural intersection, uh I have Nigerian blood from the Yoruba people on my dad's side. And then I have Mori and Welsh Blood um, from my mum's side and Nazi Too Funny is our tribe. So, yeah, I, I really have used music as a way to kind of k- connect back into my culture because uh, I was born in New Zealand but we moved over here when I was eight months old. So I grew up kind of quite disconnected from those parts of myself. Um, and music has really been a beautiful way for me to kind of link back in to those parts of myself and um, rediscover a bit more of who I am uh, culturally and get in touch with my ancestors, which has been the best.
0: Yeah, Rolling Stone called you a creative to a divorce. Do you think those cultural (laughs) intersections give you that oomph?
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, like... Can we just stop for a second and freak out that Rolling Stone said that?
0: Yeah, well, that's what Um, your publicist says.
2: Yeah, yeah, they. Yeah, I don't know. It still feels weird to hear somebody say it out loud. Um, Yeah, definitely I draw strength and power from my ancestors and from my bloodlines, um, and that certainly contributes to the power I hold in all things, I guess. Um, with creativity and just who I am in this world too.
0: It sounds like you're really surprised by your kind of, you know, trajectory at the moment. You know, when when you hear the raps that people are giving you, you sound a bit surprised by that.
2: Yeah. I think I I am in the sense of um, I'm always very kind of focused on what it is I would like to do next and what it is that I'm, um, creating and bringing into the world at this moment. So I often forget to stop and um, have a look at what I've actually been able to create and make happen and appreciate that. And I'm really working on it a lot because it's something that I need to get better at. But just, yeah, I guess hearing somebody say, you know, Rolling Stone called you a creative tour de force, um, it's like hearing somebody else say it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, brings my attention to it more rather than getting sent the link of, you know, oh, here's some more press about how well you're doing.
0: Yeah. What's happening on the album front?
2: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, I'm so keen to get an album out. Um, Let me tell you, they are expensive. They are.
0: And time-consuming.
2: And time-consuming, yeah. So, Pressure is the third and final single from The Reckoning Project. And then um, the next single out will be the collab with Kian. And then I'm putting one more out. Um, And then I think it's time to look at the album because there's definitely one bubbling away. Um, And I kind of can't wait to jump into that because that's one of my most favorite places to be is in the creative process working on music um but i feel like there's just a couple more things i have to tick off the list first before we get to that album but look i i would love to be working towards an, an album out for 2025 that would be the best
0: and I guess you'll call the album Reckoning. Is that what you're going to call it? Or are you going to call it something else or you don't know?
2: I don't actually know. And I don't think it will be called Reckoning because Reckoning kind of sits um, sits on its own as its own entity. Um, and there probably will, will be um, a cast recording of Reckoning out at some point. But no, I think this album will will be something different. And the ancestors haven't quite told me exactly what that is yet. So no names for the album just yet.
0: It sounds like you're having a ball with your career at the moment. It sounds like you've just got so much energy. How do you, how do, you do it?
2: <laughs> oh, do you know what? I really am. I, I can truly say I am um, in the centre of living my dream at the moment which is the most amazing feeling because I'm doing all these things that, you know, I've had in my heart and that I've dreamed of um, since I was really little. Um, so it feels freaking awesome and very surreal, um, but mostly beautiful, I think, because I've worked my booty off to be able to to be in this right now. Um So, yeah, it's amazing. Um, It's hard work (laughs) because I'm steering the the whole ship as well. But, um, yeah, it just feels like exactly where I'm meant to be.
0: Well, it's a joy to hear and see you thriving. I really love pressure. I can't wait to hear the album. Samuel Gaskin, thank you so much for joining us today on 3CR. It's been great to chat.
2: Thanks, James. It's been awesome. Thank you for having me.
0: 3CR. In Your Face would like to thank Thorn Harbour Health for their sponsorship of this program. Thorn Harbour Health envisions a healthy future for our gender, sex and sexuality diverse communities, a future without HIV, and a future where all people live with dignity and respect. To find out more, search Thorn Harbour Health on your search engine or Facebook.